Hey girls, are you ready for us to give you the inside scoop on how we increased best real estate business by 79% in sales volume, increased our income by 69%, and launched a team in 10 months flat? We are here to share all of our secrets to success with you. Grab a cup of coffee or a tequila and pull up a seat at our table. Get ready to be inspired and kick some ass. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hello, girls. We are back. We are back. How are you doing this morning, Beth? I'm good. Like, how was your sleep last night? How many times did baby wake you up? Less than five. Winning, right? Winning, totally winning. That's progress. How was your night? Well, I slept like a baby, but, you know, my baby did not. Mark? <laughs> oh, oh Mark. Lord. So you want to hear what happened to him? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. So he wakes up this morning. He's like, uh, babe, I'll tell you something. And I'm like, not most sentences don't start great when they start like that you know how that you know how that goes with, with random randall random randall oh my god you girls are gonna get to know this guy he's he's a he's a hoot so he said um i just full disclosure i just want to let you know i didn't shit the bed <laughs> uh uh what you're a 40 plus year old man why why would you be shitting the bed mark like I, I I don't even know where this this topic is going. And so he pulls the covers back and on our brand new linen sheets, uh yeah, Target linen sheets uh, there for the win, by the way. Yeah, uh, I have pulls, some. pulls the covers back and where his butt lays in the bed, it's smeared and it looks like poop. What? Yeah, right. Like I'm like, what what, what happened? To, like what is that? And he goes, well, I was hungry, and so I got up and got a snack, and I got some of those, like, skinny-dipped <laughs> chocolate almonds. And so I'm like, what was I doing? He goes, oh, you were sleeping. And I was eating them in bed, and I think, like, one of them, like, fell out of my hand because it was dark. I didn't have the light on. And it got underneath my butt, and I must have rolled back and forth because – um he goes, I smelled it. It's chocolate. It's not anything else. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Like, what, what is happening when I'm dead to the world in this bed? Like, I, yeah, it's, <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up, right? You can't make up, Mark. He's oh, so yeah. crazy. So, yeah, I had to strip the bed and, you know, try to get chocolate out of the brand new sheets. And <laughs> I like that Mark just, like, went back to bed. It was like, whatever, I'll deal with it in the morning. He didn't know what happened until the morning. And oh then, then he came clean about it. So does he snack often at night? It's kind of his new thing. We're trying to break the habit. <laughs> wow. Well, well, his night was you much more You know, like Kaya's going to eventually wean. Mark's <sighs> going to eventually stop snacking. That's how this is all going to go down. I wonder who's going to do it first. We could have a competition. We could. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Well, you know, that's uh, how our days are going. Well, let's jump into this podcast. Okay, well. <laughs> whew. Well, ladies, let's dive in. Yeah? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Well, <laughs> so kind of where we left off with the first episode is, you know, we had an introduction to who we were. And, you know, so what we wanted to talk about in this, our second episode was, like, neither of us really knew what we were doing here. Like, no, this was all this was new territory for both of us. So I, you know, basically, I have these tools that I've been using with my photography business. And I knew I wanted to transition out of that more. And I saw, again, the potential in Beth. Like, I saw all of this and knew what she was capable of. And I knew she was not executing at the level she could. Like, not even close. So really, this is what was started everything. And that conversation, that meetup, like we talked about last time. uh, And just really trusting in each other that we were going to do this. And we were going to give it our all and see what happened. Yeah, it there I had so much uncertainty just because I didn't know what it was going to look like. You know, I'm one of those people that I I do operate better in a space where I know what the path is laid out before me. I don't need the I don't need a like a 5-year path, but I, I like to have like a 6-month path mm-hmm. and kind of give me an idea of what's what's going to happen and I didn't really have that roadmap. So I I had a lot of like, oh my gosh, like what is this going to look like and what's going to be expected of me and how much is this going to pull me away from generating business, you know, I'm 100% commission. If I'm not selling houses, I'm on skid row. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, you know, I kind of had my business to a place where it was generating a really consistent um, income that I was really happy with. But, you know, then, you know, you planted the seeds and then my brain started to be like, well, what am I missing out on? Like, what, what are we not doing here? Like, Christy is like, I trust her. She, you're creative. You you see generally a lot more in me than what I see in myself sometimes. And I think we do that for each other. Absolutely. And I think that is easier to do for someone else a lot of the time. Yep. So, And especially someone that's not your spouse. A hundred percent. As like a judgy space or something. It's, it's different when it's your friend that you, you trust and, mm-hmm. you know, we've got that bond with each other. Yeah, you genuinely care about. So for me, I 100% also like to have a a path carved out for me. One thing that changed for me was having my daughter, Kaya. Uh, the The path is never carved out anymore. There are so many variables in my everyday life that I've kind of learned to just go with it a little bit more, even though it goes against the grain of me. Mm-hmm. So I completely relate and understand where Beth was coming from. But for me, I think just with my life experience of having my daughter and how life has changed, it made it a little bit easier for me. I also knew, like, I've always seen Beth as a leader. If you are her friend or you know her, she is special. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna toot your horn a little bit here. Uh, I knew there was potential and I knew timing was key. And like, this was the right time to make this happen. So I know how she shows up like work-wise. Her work ethic is incredible, sometimes too incredible. <laughs> so workhorse. Uh, I know how she sh- was showing up as a teammate on the team that she was on, how she shows up as a wife, a realtor, a friend. And all these qualities are really what made me want to push her. Yeah, I think you saw a lot more potential in me and you knew the areas where I needed to be pushed. Mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah. I think so. And I really think without our 
long-term friendship, this would have been a completely different thing to navigate. I don't so think I, this would have worked. If if we were just acquaintances, I don't even think we would be sitting here today because I don't think we would have even gotten this far down this path. Yeah. So we're, we're lucky in that way. So We okay. have each other. Yeah. Oh, God. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so Hashtag overused blessed. and so dumb, but so true. Yeah. Well, you know, I knew that Christy had all the tools to help me launch. Um, she, like... We both bring different strengths. She is so much more organized than I am. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes. I would say full disclosure. Way more often than not, she's she's the more organized of the two of us. Um, she's very. Uh, she doesn't procrastinate. I procrastinate on the opposite opposite end of the spectrum. I'm a work in progress in that area. Um, she knew my mission. Like we 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 both have this really strong drive. To have other women succeed. Yeah. And that's not to say that we have this perfect because like we are both a work in progress. We're both trying to like, you know, there are days we're both trying to like get ourselves and our lives together. But like at the end of the day, like we want all women to like be so hella successful, to love themselves, show up, be like the best version of themselves. And Christy, she she knew how to bring that out of me. And I also think that you know, showing up imperfectly is incredibly important. None of us are perfect. And when we come out on Instagram or Facebook or an email or even just like meeting up with your friend for coffee and you put on that perfect hat, it doesn't work. It's super inauthentic and it's just not real. So really inspiring women and empowering them to to live an imperfect life and be okay with that, to lead an imperfect business and be okay with that and to really celebrate that because that's what makes us all unique. That's absolutely true. But like so much of this involved a lot of trust on each other's part because we haven't we hadn't navigated these waters before. We didn't know what this looked like. Um, Luckily, we were friends and we have great communication for the most part. But like there's some there's some stuff that really didn't come together perfectly. No, it didn't. There were some curveballs in the beginning that were hard for me. And I'm sure some that were hard for you. Yeah, I missed a lot of deadlines. And you're like, Beth, like, you know, like I, my schedule is restricted here. You know, I've got a kid and like, I'm still still working another business. Like, yes. And there, you know, there's these conversations where you're like, oh my God, we're friends, but like, I'm getting scolded and I'm not fulfilling my part of this agreement. And, you know, like we, yeah, we had, we had a few bumps and bumps along the way, but it's, I love that because we've been friends for so long, we can have the conversations, even if they're crunchy and not Mm -hmm. pleasant. Um, I usually cry and then it's it's like crying because I feel like I've disappointed my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, the communication is really, really what is kind of keeping us going. So we are we are fortunate in that way that Beth and I have always had a really open line of communication yep. and been very honest and transparent with each other. So. Thankfully, I think that that gives us an upper hand here when working together, because I know that that's not the case for all friendships. So going into business with your friend is a really big deal. Um, mm-hmm. But trusting ourselves and knowing that we're both learning as we go and we're not perfect, but we're working on being better every single day is huge. And we're here to show you that you can do that too. Yeah. So well, today we're learning podcasts. Tomorrow? What the hell? I mean, we, we have no idea what <laughs> we, we're going to be learning tomorrow. We have no idea. Yeah. Who knows? And <laughs> our, our biggest mission for this podcast is really to empower other women and to see more in themselves and 
so you don't feel isolated. We yeah. want you to know there is a community here. Real estate can be so isolating and we want this a space for that. We want this space to be a place for that to really change. It doesn't have to continue the same way it's always been. This has been a good old boys club for far too long and we need to flip that switch like right on its ass, like now, starting now. Uh, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how did we do it? Like, how did we... Let's talk, let's go back a little bit. Like what happened last year? Like how did we go from friendship to collaboration to business? And like really like what was the deep dive into like what? Yeah, so like? let's like, let's do a deeper dive right okay. into all of this. So first thing we did was we talked, you know, about our history in the last episode. So go back if you, you missed that. Definitely go check out that episode. But what the first thing that we did was we revamped Instagram and truly made it a community space where we serve clients and allowed all women a seat at our table. And this was a really big deal. It wasn't just like shiny, pretty squares um, and us just like tooting our own horn. It was being real and authentic and it really giving others a place to do that themselves as well. Yeah, we didn't just talk about real estate. That's what I loved about when we started collaborating about this is that having my Instagram feed just be all business, 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 like that's not where it's at. People want to work with people that know, they know, like, trust, can feel some sort of connection with. Yes. And that's where, like, you did such a great job of, like, okay, Beth, you need to show up more authentically. Mm-hmm. You know, people might have a perceived perception about you because you've lived all over the world and whatnot. But, like, I'm your girl next door. Absolutely. And when we, you know, just post, like, that perfect vacation photo or that perfect interior shot of our house, you know, that we just decorated something – uh, people, you seem very unrelatable. Like that's that's what we do, right? We yep. post those perfect things because they feel safe it's and comfortable. Safe. It's, it's so safe. safe. safe it's safe. so that's safe. Why everybody goes to that space. And a like feels good, right? Our eagles yep. love to be stroked, but that's not where we're going to make an impact, and that's not where we're going to help each other or show up for each other. So, one of the big emphases that we did placed was uh, building long lasting relationships over closing deals. And this was a conversation that we had. I think that was like a little bit of a transition for you, Beth, right? Because we like placing the relationships in the foreground and the deals almost in the background when like as a real estate agent, you're hustling and working so hard. (laughs) And see, it feels counterintuitive when you think about it that way. But in all reality, if you don't have a relationship and someone doesn't trust you on some level, the whole deal means crap. Like you're you're not going to build that long listing friendship. My goal at the end of every transaction is to have a friend. Yes, absolutely. And when my clients are like, I feel like I'm going to miss now that we bought our house. I'm going to miss not talking to you regularly. And but I feel like I gained a friend. I'm like, yay, because that's what I feel like, too. It's like, oh, this is like the best feeling ever. Yeah. And from a marketing perspective, it like blew my mind that it was like a one and done deal with a lot of real realtors and like transactions. So I think that you gave me numbers at one point, Beth. I don't know if you know them right now, but how many repeat clients people actually have. Oh, my gosh. The numbers are staggering where they say, um, you know, did your did the realtor that you work with last time when you like when when a consumer is asked a question like when the realtor you worked with last time did they do a good job yeah they did a good job and then the percentage of people that actually work with that realtor again the next time they go to buy or sell that number is like minuscule 
And they said, it's, well, why not? And they're like, because I just absolutely just forgot about that person. So can I go off on a side tangent here? Absolutely. Okay. So we, it's our podcast, Christy. We our, can do whatever we want. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go off on a little side thing here that might not make a lot of sense to everyone, but I want you just to like hear me out here. So I know like realtors are always talking about these online leads, right? These like cold leads or whatever you call them the technical uh, like an term to lead. them. Yep. Again, I'm not a real realtor here, so I'm, I don't have like all the lingo correct. It's, it's but called an online lead, Chris. An online lead. Okay, very basic. So you are hustling and like trying to work these online leads and I get it, but I don't understand. Okay, why are those online leads not only first time home buyers? Like where's the relationship? Like where is that mishappening that you bought a home with a realtor and then the next time you buy a home, you're not working with them again yeah. or the majority of the time, right? You're not working with them again. And so it's like, what a waste of money. And it reminded me of shooting weddings. So weddings seemed back in the day, I photographer, I used to shoot a lot of weddings and weddings could very much be a one and done if you were only in the wedding business, unless people got divorced and you shot their wedding again, which did happen twice. That, you did it did happen twice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> sidebar. Uh, but for the most part, one and done. Now, when you built a a family photography business in addition to weddings, well, then that was your repeat clients. And then you fostered those relationships and you loved on them and you kept serving them even when they weren't, you know, necessarily having their pictures taken. So sometimes people waited years to have babies. Sometimes they didn't have babies, but then you would do a shot with their fur kids or whatever. So that really- That was fun to see your business transition like that when yeah. you were doing photography. I love them like, oh my God, they were just babies and now they're having babies. I know. And like to see people grow up. And so, you know, their families grow and my clients grow. So that was a really fulfilling part of it. So I was like, why is this being missed in real estate? It makes no sense. So one and done and then hustle more numbers. Why are we doing this? So really like, how do we build these relationships so they continue to want to work with you? People are going to buy and sell over and over again. Their families are going to grow then, you know, their parents are going to need to sell or downsize. Then downsize and so, or then they buy a cabin. And so yeah. to think to think about not staying in, connected with them, not serving them in the best way possible and not fostering those relationships as your absolute priority made no sense to me. I don't, again, have the numbers here, but I'm going to guess an online lead. It's probably not nearly as effective as if you have a referral. Oh, God, no. Right? So Yeah, I don't have the stats off the top of my head, yeah, but yeah. just you know, trying to cultivate a relationship out of thin air with someone who they don't know you, like you, or trust you at all is a completely different story than someone that says, hey, I worked with Beth last time I bought a house. She's the best realtor ever. Give her a buzz. And then it's all of a sudden like I've been handed like a big warm hug. Yes. Yeah. So uh, and, and the stories and the relationships and I like how much more fulfilling I was imagining that would feel as a real as a realtor to actually yeah. serve people in that in the best way that you could. So it makes the business like not about numbers as much, which was was huge. So that really was the biggest emphasis for the BPR brand and then launching the team and like how we grow as a team. It was huge. So yeah. Well, yeah. the next thing we did, so after we did the Instagram, we yes. transitioned to weekly emails. We did. We launched the uh, BPR personal brand. Yep. 
uh, which... Uh, oh, yeah, wh- I skipped a step. That's okay. <laughs> we launched BPR Personal Brand, which really honestly was just um, the it beginning. It what I had been doing my whole life. We just packaged it prettier. We packaged it prettier, but we were still waiting for those graphical elements from our designers. So right. we were really just like more focusing on Beth, right? Like what makes up Beth and what makes you special and unique and what do people want to see from you? How can you serve them best? And let's ask them. Like, let's yep. ask them, like, what do you want to see from me? How can I help you? Like, that sort of thing. And so again, and we touched on this a little bit last time, but we didn't have all those gorgeous elements right away. So I nope. don't want you to like think of, you know, look at what we've done and think, well, I can't do that because I don't have a brand stylist or a graphic designer or that kind of thing. It's not about that. It is about creating human connection. Yep. So that is key. So yeah, we launched the personal brand uh, and align that with your current real estate business. Well, and a lot of, so I have a design background Mm -hmm. that, I mean, people know that my house is pretty and that I decorate well. Like that's, that's my jam. Anyone that knows me pretty much knows that about me. Yes. But like new people that I meet don't know that about me. Um, And we were really underutilizing that portion of my talent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, it just comes natural to me. So I don't even think about it. Um, but we started adding so much more of that into my social media and really almost any time we do a poll saying, hey, what kind of content you want? People are like, design, design, They all want design. design. It's like, design every time. I sell real estate and they're like, we don't care. <laughs> we want more before and afters and show us how to decorate flower pots. I'm like, OK, let's do it. So from like a, a business building standpoint, I mean, we do we talk a lot about design because you love it and your clients love it and your audience loves it. Uh, and it's a really fun, pretty thing to talk about. But really, you have this unique ability to walk into a home and tell them the potential of it. That's one See of the, the potential my favorite of it. parts of what I do. Exactly. And you, people that knew you knew you could do that, but not the not just a stranger or not, right. you know, a new client. They had no idea. So really finding like your assets, your qualities that are my already value add. Yeah, yeah. already what's what are inside of you that you already own and like showcasing them for your clients. So like right now, like I challenge you, like what do you have inside you that brings extra value to your clients? Uh, that well, someone else your might not have. That sells real estate that doesn't. She doesn't do yes. it in her business. And she's going to do something totally out. different that you don't do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what's what makes us all unique. So that's how we can really serve people and in a really great way. Yeah, we. I mean, the whole thing was like serving an entire community and not just being pigeonholed like every other realtor. Absolutely. Yeah. And we made it a really safe space. Uh, Instagram and emails. We made it a really space safe space for Beth to be vulnerable and relate and connect with women. So real issues that we're all dealing with, right? That we don't necessarily want to talk about or we only talk about with our girlfriends when we're having coffee or happy hour or like the, the tear conversations. Like, and this year, especially this last year, being so isolated from one another, uh, that connection is needed. And I think it is proven so many businesses have revamped completely what they are doing Absolutely. to connect with others. And we are able to do that genuinely on Instagram, Facebook, on in our email list, and just through conversation. And that's just huge. It's huge. It's literally what we all need right now. Yeah, it was. I didn't I didn't expect to have it to, for it to have the effect that it actually did. Like when I sit back and think about it, you know, you're like, this is what it's going to do. And I'm like, what? Okay, I'm going to trust the process because you have a plan and there's a process. And 
you know, when I'm getting and I'm getting choked up, I had <laughs> um, a past client, like a past nursing client. Her daughter-in-law reached out to me and like, this is someone I'm an acquaintance with. I, I literally have met this woman probably less than five times in my entire life. And she's just lovely. She's a she's a mom to like really sportsy hockey boys or athletic guys. And so she's she's not like super girly girly. And I, w- I was really vocal about, you know, like I, I, I struggle with body image, like my weight is not where I want it to be. And so I'm not shy about that. Like I talk about that pretty regularly. Um Side, sidebar how many of us are are comfortable in our own skin right. like that is a huge way to relate like we feel so alone in that right but when this gal reached out to me on an instagram just messaged me and said i love how well you dress your body she's oh. like how do you do that she's like you know she's like you're i'm reading your post where you're saying that you're not comfortable in your body she goes but when i look at you she's like your body is so beautifully dressed and like you I'm crying. Yeah. I'm crying now too. We're you both know, crying. She's like you're totally <laughs> highlighting like your best assets. And this is a complete segue from real estate, but I've made a connection with her. And a genuine connection. So, let me go back to you. like we not everyone is going to talk about body image. Not everyone is going to talk about, you know, there's going to be so many other issues that We all have something though. There's all some there's always something that really relates to you that you can connect with another Absolutely. person on. So, finding what that is and truly like creating a brand is what yeah. sets you apart. I just didn't think that no. me talking about like my struggle with the scale would create a conversation with someone else, how she struggles. Oh, I, th- I think the specific post was like there had been times where I had kind of shied away from social events because I'm like, I'm just not feeling great about myself. Like I don't, I'm not feeling like, you know, like nothing cute to wear. And I'm like, Ugh, you know, going to the party with like all my skinny bitch friends. You're like, come on. Totally be been like there. The chubby girl in the corner. Like been that there. sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And then when she said, you know, I've had times like that too. But she goes, and then I look at you and she's like, oh my God, like you dress your body beautifully. Like, why would you do that? So we all, we all have something. It's different for everyone, but everyone's got something. We all do. And like a true connection. And how beautiful to empower another woman at the same time, right? We went off on the little rabbit trail there, didn't we? We did, but hey, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go back here. So we created the personal brand. We launched the email list. Um, we hired a digital or a graphic designer brand stylist, Allison of Allie Marie Design. Just going to put that out there again. Oh, man. She hit like the jackpot. So You've it, known her for years. I've known her for years. Introduced me to Our her. babies are exactly to the day, nine months apart, which is super fun. Uh, and I adore her. I adore her husband. Her daughter is, they're just incredible. And she's our people. She's good people. So if you yeah. are actually in a place where you think you can hire someone, get on her wait list because it is long and she is super good. So she's anyway. super good. Yeah. Just and so- we're, we are so glad. We talked about, you and I talked about this recently. We are so glad. I am so thankful. Christy already knew what her work was like, and I just had a snippet of it. But I'm so glad that we got on her wait list because, mm-hmm. like, the instant gratification part of my personality was like, well, we need this. So, like, we need to get this done now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we sat on her wait list for a few months. A few months. Yeah. And that was with her just, like, working us in, too. So with that, you you can absolutely, and this is like but kind you of going. Find your tribe. You have you to find, find your tribe. Someone you mesh with someone you mesh with, someone that really gets you and gets your brand and that sort of thing too. For but sure. again, you don't have to have that to get started. So don't feel paralyzed because you're not ready to jump into that yet. 
So after we created that, we got the really pretty elements through from Allison, which was great. We could like really execute even yep. more beautifully and brand things. Uh, and then and it felt so much like me. It was you. It was so, so it is you, right? It, it is, is, is you, which is exciting. Uh, then we jumped into tackle weekly emails and we knew these would serve clients in the most incredible way. Or I knew Beth was like, are you effing kidding me? Or All Addie I could was- think of is like, how much more work are you piling on my plate? You already know I work like over 60 hours a week, right? Yeah. So I knew like you do not own your Instagram followers. You don't own your Facebook followers. You own your email list. It is the one thing that you own yeah. and it is how we connect can connect with people like on a regular basis. So that was a really big deal. And we, you know, launched that and started really, really putting effort into it. And we brought the whole brand into it. It's not just real estate. No, that we send. We, we bring we send- a lot of my design. There's a design tip every week. That's yes. been super fun. Um, we did a lot of stuff with the holidays this last year. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's real estate. Why would there not be? We've got mortgage. It's, you know, goofy stuff with my husband. All sorts of weird stuff going on. And something else to talk about, which we did briefly talk about in the last episode, our first episode, is the emails that were being sent from other realtors right now are bananas. They're They're bananas. And these blow my mind. Like, I can't believe this is still going to people's inboxes. I can't believe people are paying for this service to, like, automate these for you. It's it's garbage. Like, I'm just going to say that right now. It's garbage. (laughs) It is. And this is literally no offense if you're using them. We were using them. We were absolutely using them. I I get it. The best of the worst I could find. She was using the best of the worst. And I get it. I get it. I felt like it was my thought was, okay, this is not me at all but it's better than nothing. That was my whole mentality with it. And Christy's like, oh, dear God. I'm like, nothing's better. Just kidding. Maybe not nothing. But like, could you just send a text message? This right. is like scary. And they're all the same. And they're so weird. They're so weird, Change right? Change your furnace filter in November. Okay. Did we need to do an email to send? I mean, it was so terrible. There the was pictures were ugly. It there was no reason for someone to want more from you. There was no reason for someone to, they had, they knew nothing about you. They just knew you were a real estate agent sending these emails that they're probably getting from five, 10, who knows how many other people. And I just, couldn't have been happier to call and cancel that subscription in all honesty. I was like, we should, what do we do with this? Get rid of it. Yes. Like we're done. We're absolutely are you done. Sure so, we, are you sure we don't need it anymore? Christy's like, I swear on the Holy Bible, we need <laughs> to get rid of this get rid of yesterday. It. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm yeah. Here. So that was a big transition for us. And it again, was. if you're using it, we were there. I get it. Um, but like, hopefully we can help you gain some tools where you can get out of that too and save you some money. Really? Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you're sending the emails, like it should really sound like it is something that you actually give two shits about. So, yeah, and we knew. So, Beth, why don't you talk about your engagement that you got from friends, family, other realtors, like once we started sending these? Yeah, it was truly surprising. So, like I said, I'd been sending out some generic pre-made emails where they just kind of plaster my picture in there. And then it's a bunch of like weird, ugly clip art. And the content had nothing to do with anything I had any interest in. And But it was something, right? Like that's what I was sending out. And so then all of a sudden these beautiful emails are going out. Um, we'll talk more about that later. Like they're like hella beautiful. We repurpose content because we're already using, you know, Christy was doing photo shoots for me. So for the social media, for Instagram. So 
we didn't have to recreate the wheel there. We already used the beautiful graphics. Um, we touched on like all sorts of topics and it was crazy. Like literally people coming out of the woodwork that I hadn't talked to in years and people that have been getting my other email for years are like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. We love this. Uh, can I share this with my friend? Can you add my friend to your list? I'm like, I don't even know who your friend is, but I'll be happy to, I'll be happy to add them <laughs> to the list. Heck yeah. Um, I guess that it was like intellectually, like I'm not, I'm not a ding dong. Like I like intellectually, <laughs> I knew that I would get a response, but then when they came in every single week, like we, you know, we're sending out different topics every single week, I would like screenshot some responses and send them to Christy. And I'm like, I'm like in shock right now. I can't believe people just are so engaged with this. They have things to say. They're actually responding. And business was coming in the door organically. And again, this was happening. We literally launched our email list when COVID started. Right. That was when the email list like launched was exactly at the same time, really. Right. We were all starting to get isolated and turned indoors and... It's so it wasn't like this was the greatest year in real estate. No. And people were there waiting was for a this. million uncertainties in real estate last year. But when it, everything started changing. It allowed us to serve them and to connect with them on such a personal level when we were well, yeah. so isolated like, from I'm each other. Isolated? Are you feeling isolated? Like we're just calling yeah. out the elephant in the room. And exactly. And exactly. Trying to connect on whatever level we could. And let people know they're not alone. And so, yeah, every response, you know, wasn't from someone trying to buy or sell a house, but that's not what we're doing. We are literally building relationships and that stuff's just literally falling in our laps because of it. So foster those relationships. Awesome. Yeah, it has been awesome. I loved it. And something else too, if you're thinking, you know, I don't have the capacity or the, the finances right now to like hire a professional photo shoot or do these emails. First of all, there are templates and great email systems that will cost you almost nothing to use monthly. It is very little and you can take high quality phones with your iPhone. So do not let that be an excuse. I'm just going to say it right now. You can absolutely call this out. You can absolutely do this without all of that. You do not need professional photos and you do not need your iPhone and set it up and prop some, get some cute photos. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, 100%. So the engagement was incredible and it really became an awesome platform to continue to serve everyone, like our whole community. So after that. Well, after that, (laughs) I was was really trying to be a lot more conscientious to look at, okay, when, when deals are coming in the door and I'm working with a new client, like where is that piece of business coming from? Because I mean, really, if you're not paying attention to that in your business, like really, like what are we doing here? You need to know like what your ROI is. Like if something's not working, get rid of that lead source and really focus and hone in on the stuff that's working. Well, what I was realizing was a lot of like my, my parents' friends, um, they're not on Instagram. They're on Facebook. I was getting so much business from Facebook last year. (laughs) And I'm like, Christy, uh, I don't even know that I want to say this out loud because I know this is going to be creating more work for me and you. But I feel like we need to put some attention into Facebook because I'm getting calls about Facebook and I'm putting like little to no effort there. So what if we ratchet that up a little bit? Like, what does this look like? And so... Yeah, so let's touch on that. So from the beginning of of working with Beth, 
I kind of did this delicate dance of trying to figure out how much I could put in her lap, how much I could tackle for her, and then how quickly we could take things on. So yes, right now we're not operating on Pinterest and we don't have a TikTok. We understand that these are really good platforms, right? right. But we also understand our capacity as women, as business owners. Yeah. You know, we have families. So we really took stuff on slowly and made sure we had like a good grip um, grip on it before we took on something else. So this little dance of like, when do we go to the next thing? Like, do we feel good here? That sort of thing. And it was right. You're right, Beth. Like we were ready for Facebook when we did it. And we started executing there. And we tried to simplify that as much as possible. Yeah. We really did. But it's amazing. The people that engage with me on Facebook is a completely different set of people in my life that engage with me on Instagram. 100%. so- we, we were missing the mark there for a few months. And we're, so it's good that, well, once again, we're not, the whole point of everything that I think that we're going to try to get across to you is like, we're not reinventing the wheel. No. You need to learn how to repurpose content, reuse photos, tweak content for emails, then Instagram, then Facebook. This isn't, this isn't like, you know, we're not writing the constitution here, folks. Like, let's you got to make this easy for yourselves. We all yes. have super busy lives. We do. And like, it can feel super overwhelming. It can feel yes. paralyzing. It did to me initially. Absolutely. And that's why we started with one thing. Like, what can you do today to, to change this up, right? What's one thing I can do today? So that's really where we started. And that's how we built, I think, a really strong foundation because we didn't tackle everything at no. once. And when you try it to- It would have been impossible. Let's be honest. And it would have- I would have like been like- laying in the fetal position crying my eyes out like absolutely that never worked and burnout's not part of our plan no and you would have come across very inauthentic because you could never tackle all that no. authentically so where are we serving our clients best and those are the three platforms right now and now the podcast right where we're serving we're people starting our fourth yes. platform we started our fourth platform so this has been such a fun ride and oh honestly gosh. we can't wait to share more secrets yeah. with you so um do you want to chat, Beth, what you did next? Well, so all of these things were like really running like a, like a, you know, we had a, this fine tuned machine going. Everything was going great. Um, but I was running a personal brand. But at the same time, I was on a real estate team. I had been on a real estate team for six years. Um, and so there was like this fine little choreograph we were trying to do of running my personal brand. Yet we had a lot of limitations um, within the branding that I had to operate under with my team brand. We were the, really the team that I was on. Yeah, we were really stuck in a box. Our parameters were very strict, as with any team, of right? Course. Uh, and we, Beth, like she hit a glass ceiling, yeah. and we were really stuck. Uh, and for me, as the marketing person behind all this, it was super frustrating because I saw our potential to grow. <laughs> uh, like exponentially. And and I felt like we were just like our wings were clipped and they had been clipped almost from the beginning because of this. And that was something that was challenging, but also we were figuring out how to navigate it the best way we could. Right. Well, and at the same time, my role within the team, I was realizing that I was outgrowing the team and that, you know, absolutely like I give mad love to the team. Um, good friends of mine, and, you know, in you know, we all work in the same brokerage still. It's, you know, there, there's, there's no bad blood there on my part. Um, but things change, we grow, we change, and it, it just was time. Um, so 
in less than a year. Well, we looked, what I really did was I did a deep dive on my numbers. And what I realized in less than a year, like a 10, 10 to 11 month period, my sales volume grew 79%. Which is incredible. Like, the numbers kind of blew my mind when I'm like, Christy, I'm like, I, I this is feels insane. Yeah. But my at the same time, my income grew 69%. Mm-hmm. And it just, I called Christy and I'm like, it's time. And I was like, yeah, finally, like I had been waiting for this call. And like I I told Beth after she told me this, I did not tell her before because I didn't want her to think like I was pushing her towards something. But I have a notebooks like team, team, question mark, own team, like when are we ready kind of thing. And I'm glad you didn't say anything because I probably would have been terrified. Yeah. So when this call came, like I was like going to jump out of my skin. I remember I was with my daughter outside playing and I was so excited that it was really going to happen. And these like parameters and these limitations were going to be removed. Yeah. Okay. So So was it scary? Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, (laughs) is it scary today? Like as I'm sitting here with you, like, recording a podcast. Yeah. Do I have imposter syndrome? Pretty much every day. Uh, Same here. Yeah. But are we doing it? Hell yes. Hell yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> like, it was just at that point where it was undeniable. It had to It had to be done or I was just going to be pinned, pigeonholed for the rest of my career. And I think a lot of it was 2020, I turned 50. Yes, and you I'm did. like, and I'm like, I go, I say it out loud. I'm like, fifty. That sounds so effing old. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, I feel like my life is just beginning. But I'm like, you know what? I'm at that place in my career. I'm like, I'm trying to wind down certain aspects of my career and tweak and change. And I'm like, I get to ride out the rest of my career until I decide to retire on my terms. You and get I'm to like, l- if I don't do this now, I'm never gonna freaking do it. No, and you truly have created a life by design. That's what I wanted. Which is what we want. And a life I didn't want to have to take a vacation from. Exactly, exactly, which is so it's exciting. the whole point of what we're doing, right? Yes, yes. So once, Beth, the call came, I was like, all right, let's go. I'm like <laughs> pumped and excited. And we need to call Allison because we needed to expand the BPR brand, right? We needed to create a team. Oh, like, what the hell do we do with this now? Like, what do we do? Yeah, what do we do, right? So I was like fire under my ass, ready to go, like just pumped. And Beth was like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, now what? <laughs> now what do we do? So it was like really important for the BPR experience is the name of the team. Yep. Uh, it's incredible. And... The it well, was and if you haven't figured it out, BPR is Beth Peterson Randall. Yeah, yeah, I kind of always go by initials. Yeah, so the BPR experience was the the team, and we really needed to make sure the values aligned for both, and everyone on the team also had those same values. Like it's super super crucial. So again, going back to numbers, it is not the goal of the BPR experience to have a million agents. Everyone on nope. there is handpicked. And they are executing and serving their clients the same way that like Beth would. That was so so important to me. So important. And so we have some badass babes on there that are amazing. And the team is continuing to grow and it will. But it's being done in a way we're being very careful with it. Very like delicate process because we don't want just anyone on the team. It it changes the, the vibe of it. And I know there are a lot of teams out there. 
that more, 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 it's more, just more. It's a numbers game. We see the billboards. We see the bus benches. We see uh, what's going on. And it's for us, it is not a numbers game. And so we're here to tell you, like, it does not have to be a numbers game for you either. Really. Yeah. The The big things were we had already built a really strong brand and Business. vision for my personal brand. And so we were so it it transitioned so effortlessly to the BPR experience. And part of using the word experience in the name was we want the experience to be different for you. And I love that when I look at that, it reminds me to hold myself accountable. Like the name says the BPR experience. The experience has to, it has to 100% be different for the client or my name is a, my business name is a fraud. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it was, it was so easy to transition because we had already built such an awesome foundation and vision and mission for my personal brand and morph that into the team brand. It was, it was perfect. And it also, you know, I think it really required you to show up at a really big capacity for your teammates, right? Yeah. Uh, to show up in a, so you could be a role model for them, which you were already doing on your other team, but it's very different now. Now it's different. Now I have mm-hmm. more skin in the game now. So yes. it's, it's a complete, it feels completely different. Well, I mean, we, the whole thing is, is clients kept saying, you know, working with you feels so different than working with another agent. Well, I don't know what their experience like was like with another agent. This is just what how I always do it. But now the goal is for every client to like really feel like that. I want everyone to feel leave the transaction, even if you're a first time buyer, like I want you to feel so damn special. Yes. Like like I I love when clients give me reviews and say I you made us feel we know you're a busy agent, but you made us feel like we were your only client you had. And I'm like, "Oh, man, that makes my heart feel." That's such good. a compliment. Yeah. Such a compliment. And that's not a numbers game, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> not a it's, numbers all, game. it's truly all about the relationships. Yeah. So. By Thanksgiving yeah. last year, 2020, um, I gave my resignation on my team. And the team was live. It was launched. And yeah. So what does 2021 look like for us? We're oh already gosh. in it. The podcast was, let's do this. We were ready. We yeah. realized that. Uh, what the knowledge that we've gained and the tools and the community that we've built, we wanted to expand it. And how did we okay, reach? Let's be honest. It's not even the knowledge that we gained. It's the knowledge that we already had that yeah. we haven't been using. Yeah, we have not been tapping into. we didn't into. even realize what a powerful tool we've had in our toolbox. Mm-hmm. You and I have two different sets of tools that work perfectly well together <laughs> we that do. we have not been using to the fullest. We have it. Right? And and to be able to continue to serve women, to empower them, uh, to show up for them, what, how could we do that? What platform would we use to do that? And how to help other real estate agents, right? So yeah. that's, that's what brought us here and that's what brought us to this podcast. So 2021 looks a lot like growing the team, um, serving you. Continue ser- to serve clients. Like, clients like on my team you know people buying and selling homes like uh, that that mission is not changed at all that's obviously you know that funds the rest of my life but serving other realtor friends you know you gal pals out here in the real estate world like let let's do this let's let's have this community with one another and really showing up for one another uh and like a safe space right because sometimes there's stuff that's really hard to talk about in fact a lot of the time and we're not talking about it right. we're feeling so isolated you're in business ashamed or you're or the ashamed. only one going through it yes or, 
Yes. Not feeling good enough, looking at other people's shiny squares on their Instagram feed like, oh my God, I could never make my business do that. Oh my God, they just hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. Their business must be awesome. 10,000 followers doesn't mean they're doing good business. No, and the comparison game, comparison game and imposter syndrome are completely paralyzing. So like just calling them out for what they are, tackling them and navigating through them because they're not going to go away. They're always going to be in the back of our head and we can absolutely help each other navigate those waters together. So we are super excited to continue to grow our community. And we've got so much more exciting stuff coming. So we much We can't more. wait. We are so excited to share it with you. Oh my God. Do you, do you feel like you need a, do you feel like you need some good tequila? I, can go get some out of the pantry. I wouldn't mind a little bit of tequila <sighs> if you have hot, some right? salt. Anyone that else was a some lot. tequila? Anyone else? <laughs> you, might, you might start noticing a theme. Coffee, yeah. <laughs> tequila, sparkling water. Yeah. It's the liquids of life. The liquids of life. <laughs> so yeah, you want to do a little recap? Like, yeah, so yeah, we went over a lot of stuff today. We went over a lot. We chatted kind of what brought us here, how we got here, and how we are going to help you and how we are going to serve you in this space. And we want you to know that this is a place where you can show up in any way that you are right now and you're going to leave inspired. That's our absolute goal. So yeah, what do you have to say, Beth? I want to say thanks for listening to another episode of Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. And until next time, remember, keep your face off that bus bench and keep celebrating the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.